who lives in a pineapple under the sea. He's out of the closet and finally free. If being high off poppers is something you wish, his asshole escaped and it flaps like a fish. And then SpongeBob puts an aquatic dick in his mouth and goes, <laughs> What the fuck is up? This is the Constant State of Annoyance podcast, and I am your host, George Blaha. Thank you for clicking. Thank you for misclicking. I'm going to try to make an incredible thumbnail about SpongeBob doing some pretty, pretty homoerotic shit for you to click on. So you're not going to misclick on this video. I'm just glad your mother fucking hears SpongeBob. It's official, guys. He is out of the closet. Gotta suck some dick. <laughs> Gotta suck some dick. <laughs> and, oh, yeah, and we have a soundboard. It took, what, 96 episode for me to figure out a soundboard? <laughs> Jesus Christ, but SpongeBob is out of the closet, and let's be honest, that's a fucking travesty. It's like, it's... For at least for me personally, it's the worst thing that they could have done. And I am deeply disappointed at Nickelodeon because I have spent my entire lifetime. I have spent days, weeks, and accumulated hours of my existence writing heterosexual SpongeBob fan fiction. And how dare you! Throw all of my work, all of my hours of work away by making him part of the LGBTQ community. How dare you? So what, you're saying that all of the heterosexual SpongeBob on Sandy erotica that I've written is never going to be canon? Never Nickelodeon? I want my time back. I am suing. I don't even know what I could sue for. I think they could sue me for all of the chapters upon chapters, all the paragraphs upon paragraphs of SpongeBob erotica that I have written and published on Wattpad. Are teenagers still jerking off to Wattpad? That's a very weird fucking... Because no one else fucking reads Wattpad. By the way, I wonder what the fuck, I don't, I don't know if Wattpad is still a thing. I wonder where are kids getting their erotica? Are kids even getting erotica? Are kids even reading? I remember like like back when I was in middle school, the only kids that, that would read were the weird kids. And it was because they were reading erotica, dude. Like they would read erotica off their smartphones while they were in math class or whatever the fuck. It's like, what the fuck? Like they're reading, they're reading Fifty Shades of Grey Fan fiction is like, like that's just like layers of just like perversion while while sitting in math class, dude. Like their fucking underwear would get overly stretched out, overly, overly stretched out while fucking listening to the teacher talk about fucking equations, talking about vectors and shit. <laughs> you know, and they're sitting in class, wet, damp, or with like hard and pre-cum guzzling out of their teenage boners, which, you know, it's pretty illegal to imagine, but, you know, the government can't read your thoughts yet. 
You telling me that all of that SpongeBob erotica is erased? Never gonna be canon, dude. Now, do you know how much work I put into that SpongeBob erotica, bro? I mean, like, do you know how many mental and creative blocks I've hit? I mean, there's a lot of creative blocks when you're trying to figure out how to fuck a sponge, a dickless sponge, you know, fucks a squirrel. <laughs> I really wonder, do the people that fucking write those eroticas, are they serious? Or is it like purely comedic, dude? Is it purely comedic or is it, or, or, or does that just like flow through their mind and their genitals just have like zero attachment to these creative ideas or are they like corned up pinching a nipple where the fucking wrists is writing, is creatively writing these like paragraphs upon paragraphs of Spongebob erotica, like what the fuck is going on? Which by the way, there's like this Spongebob heterosexual porn that, that we've all seen, at least we've seen the... the you know, at least we've seen the picture. Super disturbing, by the way. The actor, the porn actor, which is like pretty well-produced porno. But like, the, the the guy in the SpongeBob suit, he has like yellow face on. The guy's doing chink face. The, guy, <laughs> the guy's doing Asian face. Who's gonna get? Who's gonna be the first guy to get in trouble for doing Asian face? By the way, like, is anyone gonna get in trouble for doing <laughs> for doing fucking? I've been talking a lot about blackface, but it's, I find I find a concept super interesting, to be honest, dude. How about people who dress like dark elves? Is that gonna be a problem now? Like, how about people <laughs> that are good, that, that are like super into Dungeons and Dragons, and their character, their character of preference is to be a dark elf? How about those people? Are, are those people never gonna be able to play Dungeons and Dragons the way they like again? You know, is there gonna be like specific no taking picture rules at the Dungeons and Dragons table? At Tommy's basement, no flash photography, no photography at all at the Dungeons and Dragons game. <laughs> but dude, that porno though, that porno's super weird. So are are you telling me that there's gonna be now? There has to be, right? Is there going to be a SpongeBob homosexual like live action porn? Is that gonna roll out? Is that gonna happen? My idea, if I was the porn director. Of the Spongebob live action porno. Is that I would take the suit that they did in the heterosexual porno. If you haven't seen it, just Google it. It's super disturbing. It's the most disturbing thing you're going to see. And what I would do is that I would poke like a bunch of holes in it. I'll poke like 10 holes all around the costume. Fuck it, I'll buy the costume off the people who produce that porno. And I would wash. Fuck it, I wouldn't wash it. I want the smell... Of the original porn star that did Sandy Cheeks, which, by the way, if you watched the porno, I watched it recently because I was fucking curious if it was actually bad. It's actually well-produced. It's interesting. I don't know who's going to jerk off to that. I really don't believe anyone's jerking off to that, not even for a goof, you know? But I don't know. It's, it's well-produced. It's, it's, it has pretty high production value. And I would take that costume, I would poke a bunch of holes in it, and I would put pocket assholes in it. Yes, pocket assholes are a thing. Gay people need sex toys too, and they don't only use dildos. Please, educate yourself, says the only and most ignorant person in, on the podcast. And I, <laughs> and I would put a bunch of pocket assholes on it. And what I would do, what I would definitely do is just like have like 10 guys. It would be like a SpongeBob gangbang. It would be like 10 guys just like 
fucking the pocket assholes in the costume while the actor is just doing he's just doing Spongebob laughs just over and over again non-stop and it's like 10 guys just like fucking fucking the costume and the actor doesn't have to do anything the actor just sits there and laughs like Spongebob that's what's going to happen in this homosexual live action new Spongebob porn that's what I want to see. That's going to be the first homosexual porn that I'm ever going to watch. I've never watched gay porn. Like, I've watched pictures on accident because, you know, f that's what guy friends do. They think it's hilarious to send gay porn to each other. Are gay guys, like, disgusted by straight porn? That's an honest question. That's an honest, honest... I'm not even trying to be funny. Like, do you guys send fucking gay porn to, I mean, straight porn to each other just to gross each other out. Ah, oh, he's looking, he's licking her pussy. I don't blame you. If you're gay and you look at a vagina and you're like, why would I ever want to put my face in that? I get it. I get it. Because if like, if you show like a, which I mean, that's super like Epstein-y to do, like to show a picture of a vagina to a four-year-old but if you show like a picture of a vagina to a four-year-old do you think the four-year-old's going to know what it is like if he prior to this he never saw a vagina do you think he's going to be grossed out because like just the vagina alone and when i talk about vagina pictures i'm talking about the vagina pictures that they show you in health class because they try to make those vaginas as ugly as they possibly can so the kids don't start rubbing one out so the teenagers don't start rubbing one out in the classroom the dicks too man those dicks look like, dude, they've taken a beating, dude. Like, those dicks look like, like, they are attached to someone who thought it would be funny to poke, to fucking stick their dick in a bowling ball hole, and they tried to lift it, and they, like, sprained their dick, dude. They sprained their, their dick muscle, and after that incident, their dick was always, like, sort of, like, tilted to one side, man. Like people with really bad scoliosis, <laughs> and I'm not. And I'm not talking about those dicks that have, you know, the curve. I mean, like it's like straight, and then like three fourths of the way, it's like slightly crooked. I'm talking about those dicks, dude. Those dicks that look like they 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 belong on a traffic sign. <laughs> you know, <laughs> fuck, dude. They always show the ugliest genitals in health class. I mean, if you really think about it, they have to show the ugliest genitals in health class. Or if not, it's going to become this weird, secret, masturbatory, impromptu orgy in the health classroom. So, <laughs> I remember in health class, I think I've talked about this before, but I'm going to repeat it again. I remember in health class, they would always show us these. Like, health class was essentially, like, how to put on a condom and then, like, after that part of the of the PowerPoint, it was only, like, one class. It, was, it wasn't even a class. Like, we would skip science class to take, like, sex ed. I mean, yeah, because health class was much more than that. But I didn't take health class, though. I remember I didn't take health, health class. I was, like, free. I had a free, a, free, a free period throughout health class because our teacher got pregnant because she didn't follow the rules of health class of putting on a condom. I don't know if that was an accidental baby or not. Dude, if you're a health class, a pregnant health class teacher and that baby's an oops, go fuck yourself. You give me an A. You do not have the qualifications to fucking be teaching teenagers about safe sex. 
But I remember they would always like sh- that. It was just this one hour period where you were just subjected to watching slideshows of like every type of STD conceivable, every type of sexual transmitted disease and like vaginas and and penises. And it's like after that, you you were so disgusted. And they were showed they would show us these slideshows. This is what I this is what I think. This is the conspiracy in my head because they would they would give us this class to like everybody in like at a certain grade and like they, they would do this for like ninth graders or eighth graders and and they would do it before lunchtime. They would always give these little classes before lunchtime. And I believe that the reason they did that is because the is it's because the lunch room didn't receive enough food that day and they didn't have enough food to feed the kids. So what they did was, okay, we're going to have to break out the gross slideshows so that the kids do not want to eat that day because we can't feed them all. We have to gross them out. We have to churn their stomachs, break out the slideshow. I swear to God that's what happened because it's like I didn't I didn't learn anything, dude. I, I, I still thought fucking was this like pornographic, grunty activity you know what I mean? Like, it's whatever, man. It's They didn't teach me anything. No one taught me anything. My mom didn't te- teach me anything, you know? Like, I, when it came to sex, sexuality too, I was super ignorant. And it's pretty interesting because, like, I never received, like, enough education on this subject. But I always knew that, like, being gay was okay. It Like, I never, I never discriminated against gay people. I mean, sure, yeah, when I was, like, in middle school, I would use the word gay as, like, a negative connotation, which, whatever, I miss, I miss calling things gay, but whatever. I guess that one left my vocabulary. I also missed the other one, the one that starts with an F, you know, the... But (laughs) that's gonna be this, by the way. That's gonna be the button whenever I want to say that word. You're a big fucking... And... I don't know. I always knew that it was like I never saw gayness and and I was like slightly indoctrinated in the Catholic Church, you know, but I always knew that being gay was just like I don't know. I don't know who taught me that. I don't know if I just came to that conclusion to myself. But I don't know, but I I really want I think it's just something that you kind of like understand unless if you're like indoctrinated by religion to be honest. So that's why, that's why, my point being, I don't understand the whole point. I don't know why Nickelodeon thought that they, they, they had to, like, take this character that prior to this never had any episode where he had any, any type of romantic relationship with any aquatic creature or anything like that. Like, Spongebob never went around trolling for dick, never went around trolling for pussy. It, like, sponges are asexual, but then, like... You know, Nickelodeon comes out and says, oh, SpongeBob is part of the LGBTQ community. We're part of the movement. And it's it's like, okay, like, it's fine if you want to take this character that's yours and you want to slap this LGBTQ logo on it. But what does that actually do? You know, what does that, what's the actual fucking point of being like, hey, SpongeBob's gay, everybody. Like, who does that help? Like to be honest, this is this cartoon's been going on forever, and now we're attaching a sexuality to a cartoon that doesn't fucking need it. I like who does this help? Does it help anybody? Is this going to cure homophobia? You know, is someone 
that just loves fucking waiting in that dark alleyway, in that dark alleyway next to the gay strip club just waiting for victims, dude, to beat the fuck out of them? Is he going to suddenly stop doing that? Is he going to suddenly stop doing that because he had a SpongeBob lunchbox when he was in sixth grade? Like, what the fuck is the point to this? Are we going to give SpongeBob a boyfriend? Like, that's weird. Like, for me, SpongeBob has always been about jokes. It's this goofy character, and it's just purely comedy. And that's why we all love SpongeBob. SpongeBob never had an agenda. SpongeBob was always purely just funny and goofy, and that was the whole point. But now you're doing this, and I, I just I don't understand who this helps. I honestly don't think it helps anyone, dude. Like, if Nickelodeon, this is my biggest pet peeve, dude, because I don't mind companies, like, you know, supporting movements and whatever the fuck, but that, but just slapping the logo on one of your biggest characters, slapping the LGBTQ logo on one of your biggest characters just because, it's the most lazy fucking thing you could do to, like, normalize homosexuality, trans people, and all this shit, like, that's... The most lazy thing you can do if you actually want to help the movement, Nickelodeon, why don't you go and make one of your shitty, always forgettable sitcoms that you're always making and canceling, and why don't you put a gay character as the main fucking character, put good writers behind it and try to make it a success. Why? Because because in your mind, in your corporate mind, that's going to be a financial risk? Well, of course it is. But if you actually want to, like, normalize homosexuality with your content, that's the best way to fucking do it. Make a gay iCarly. Make a gay iCarl. The fuck are you doing slapping LGBTQ on SpongeBob? It's weird. It's just odd, and I don't understand it. I don't think it helps anybody. All I'm doing is just thinking about scenarios where SpongeBob is just gobbling knobbers and it's like I don't <laughs> I don't think this helps anybody dude like I don't like this does help anyone come out of the closet with Spongebob like is Spongebob gonna come out of the closet in one episode it, like are you gonna fucking inspire kids like I don't I don't understand I don't know let's see what they're going to do though if they're gonna you know take any action upon this thing that they uh, on upon this new plot point or whatever the fuck that they're doing, but it's weird. I just think it's weird. I just think it's fucking weird. But whatever. Gonna eat some taint. <laughs> Gonna eat some taint. <laughs> but whatever, man. I don't know. I don't know. And some people will argue that, like, the whole, you know, SpongeBob coming out of the closet thing is, um... Oh, no, I'm sorry. That SpongeBob is... Because, because they didn't say that he was gay, though. They said that he was part of the LGBTQ community, which is like, like that's a that's a whole lot of letters. Which letter is he? You know, but like you know, since sponges are asexual and the creator of SpongeBob, which died by the way, like I wonder what he would think about this. But he he planted that SpongeBob SquarePants. What was asexual and wouldn't have any, you know romantic relationships and people say like yeah you know asexuality is part of the lgbtq community but is it really like no one's trampling the rights of asexuals dude there's no asexual that by the way like you don't have to come out of the closet as an asexual all you have to say is just know all of your life and just never explain yourself like 
every other girl I try to date. Like <laughs> any other girl that 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 any normal heterosexual guy is trying to date. You just walk through life. Or as a guy, if you're an asexual guy, it's like a thousand times better because like no one's approaching you. You just go through life, just never, just never following any. Like, dude, if you're a gay, I'm sorry. If you're an ugly, if you're an ugly male asexual, like that's the easy breeziest life ever, dude. Like, you don't try. No one's going to bother you with like, hey, hey, do you want my genitals in your face? Hey, no one's tapping your shoulders, you know, to put their fucking balls in your mouth like fucking women go through on a daily basis it's like the easy you don't have to explain yourself i'm asexual unless if you're like proud about but it's like you don't i don't think there's any like repressed feelings against asexuals there's a lot of questions i have a lot of questions i find it fucking interesting but no one's like not getting a job because because of their asexuality you know in fact if i owned a business dude i would try to exclusively hire asexuals dude because when you don't have your genitals constantly barking and growling at the opposite or same sex dude it's like you're like hyper focused on what you have to do <laughs> which i think is what asexuality is it's like asexuality is bait when my mind i could be totally wrong i should like maybe google the definition but like i don't know i don't want to I would want to prepare something if I'm going to talk about asexuality. But, because I'm flowing, baby. I'm fucking flowing. But, that was the wrong button. But anyway, <laughs> what bothers me, by the way, about the new sound panels that I, like, this software that I have, I can't, like, tie it down to a key on my keyboard. So I'm, like, using my mouth and using my mouth and clicking on it with my mouth. I'm putting... <laughs> I'm putting the mouse in my fucking mouth. I think I've never put a mouse in my mouth. Either organic or technological mouse. But whatever. It's what I have for now. But yeah, dude. Fucking being asexual, it's it's easy breezy. I would hire a handful of asexuals, dude. They're hyper-focused. You know, they get the job done. I don't have to, like, waste my time giving fucking sexual harassment courses. I save money, man. Like... Hiring an asexual is a fucking joy for your business. <laughs> but I don't know, man. I don't like I don't truly is there any is there truly any fucking asexual in the pride pride parade going, yeah! No pussy! You know? Although I think the only complicated thing that I know of, I could be I don't know. I've never made an met an asexual. But I guess the only complicated thing is like where you where you want to be like in a relationship because you could feel like romantic about someone, you know, you could have romantic feelings about someone, but you know, when it comes to the nitty gritty, which is like the main motivation for most of us, it's like, yeah, what do you do? Do you just, you know, put your genitals on, on, on the line and count 100 Mississippis? Like, what do you fucking do? I'm fucking interested, man. I really want to get an asexual on the program and just fucking, fucking, Interview him. Hey, Gene! Gene! By the way, Gene's one of my producers. One of my many producers of this show, A Constant State of Annoyance Podcast. Hey, Gene! Write that down. Asexual for the program. Thank you! Fucking Gene's a lazy piece of shit. Anyways. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know. 
SpongeBob is gay. Who does that help? Will it help anyone? Time will fucking tell, man. But I don't know. I don't know. Anyone who actually still hates gay people and is not... Dude, if there's an atheist that hates gay people, now that's a wild one. That's a fucking head-scratcher. If you're an atheist and you hate homosexuals, dude. Like, obviously, you have some, like, weird, repressed homosexual, you know, feelings tingling inside you, dude. Fucking lurking. And your neuro... And, and, and your neuro... I was going to say a big word, and my brain just can't say it. Neurological pathways, boom. And... But, dude, like, I've always envied gay people, and I know that fucking premise is hacky. It's super hacky saying, I wish I was gay, but I really did wish I was gay because it's the perfect way to be, dude, if you really think about it. If you want to be, like, at least, and obviously I'm not speaking for all gay people or the fact that I have that I feel like I have to clear myself, it's, it's, it's a sign of the times. But it's like, dude, being a homosexual guy has to be at least sexually the best experience ever because it's like you have the like oomph and like this constant need to like pump loads into people of a man but then you have the easily and wide availability of the genital of your preference of a girl it's like that's the fucking way to go man that's the way to fucking go grinder is what tinder wants to be and never it succeeded because it's just not how women pick and choose mates, dude. It's fucking what, dude? Grinder? If there was any sort of app for heterosexuals that was that worked like Grinder, I would love it. I would love to be just disgusted and tired of sex and to be like, oh, I'm just, I'm tired. I'm tired of fucking paying ten bucks to, you know. Go to those like secret orgies in a in a in a in a in a, in a multi-story parking lot or where the fuck these people host them. I think the only easily accessible orgies that are fucking advertised on Facebook are gay orgies, dude. Heterosexual orgies. I think you have to have like a certain amount of money, and you and you got to be like in. You got to be part of the in crowd. You have to have like some level of like notoriety or fame to you. To be able to have access to these orgies. But as a gay dude, like, I guess you need, like, what, like, 20 bucks and a fucking Facebook account to scout these orgies out? That's the way to live, bro. That's the way to live. Whoever says that they don't want to be part of an orgy is fucking lying, dude. At least once. At least once you want to be, you want to have that experience. You know what I mean? It's fucking crazy to me. Lucky, lucky gay people, man. But I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm not into this whole SpongeBob is gay thing. I really hope when they say that he's LGBTQ, they're just trying to be cheap and just referring that he's asexual. That's my take on it. I don't think it helps anyone. I mean, I I don't like is gay SpongeBob going to help a ten year old get out of the closet? I don't know, man. I seriously don't know. But you know who definitely is gay. This is another gay cartoon character that no one fucking talks about Bob the Tomato and you may be wondering who the fuck is Bob the Tomato Bob the Tomato from VeggieTales dude Bob the Tomato looks at dude Bob the Tomato has been created to be subjected to the most horrific and suppressed experience ever because he's a re- he's a religious Fruits, by the way. 
He's a fruit because he's a tomato. He's a fruit amongst vegetables. Constantly lying to all of his vegetable friends that he's also a vegetable. To his religious vegetable friends that he's a vegetable. Constantly lying. And, and he hangs out with Larry the Cucumber, which is shaped like a penis. He's subjected to this life of suppression. Just wanting to fucking hop on fucking Larry. I swear to God that the only thing that Bob thinks about on a daily basis, when Bob the Tomato is zoning out, when Bob the Tomato from VeggieTales is zoning out, all he's thinking about is giving, slipping a couple of roofies to fucking Larry the Cucumber, dude. Knocking him out cold. And fucking just sitting on his fucking head, dude. On the top of his head, dude. Just like twisting and turning. Just like, just fucking Larry the Cucumber entering Bob the Tomato's asshole. And there's fucking tomato juice, dude. Just leaking all over Larry the Cucumber's face. And fucking Bob is fucking screaming, I'm sorry, Jesus! I'm sorry! Just fucking, you know... He can't take it anymore. This is who he is, dude. He wants to get pegged. He wants to get pegged hard, man. But he's a fucking fruit. He's a fruit disguised as a vegetable. Dude, what, what? that is the perfect metaphor for people who are closeted in the Catholic Church for a fucking religious TV show about vegetables, dude. A closeted fruit. <laughs> Fucking VeggieTales, which by the way, what a fucking failure VeggieTales was, dude. Like, really? Let's fucking take. Let's fucking market Jesus Christ. Let's let's try to indoctrinate our children to walk. To walk the path of the Lord. By trying to stimulate the brains of these young kids and having vegetables tell them about. Jesus Christ. Let's have God damn it. Shut the fuck up. Let's have fucking vegetables. Now my fucking laptop did a sound and it probably appeared on the podcast. That's what I was fearing. Microsoft account problems. Fuck you. You're not mining more information out of me, you fucking laptop. I already bought you. What more do you want from me? You fuck. But what a fucking failure of a TV show, dude. What a failure of a TV. Like... America has the most obese children ever. The only thing these kids are willing to eat are fucking tater tots, bagel bites, chicken nuggets. And let's have these fat fucks. Let's get these fat fucks to watch, to watch, to walk the path of the Lord by vegetables, the thing that they most refuse to fucking eat, dude. Like, and most cartoons actually indoctrinate kids. I'm not saying they indoctrinate kids, but they always depict kids being like, ew, broccoli. You know? Every fucking cartoon, man. Every fucking cartoon has fucking cartoon kids being disgusted by broccoli, dude. And really, you're, you're going to make these kids want to listen to God's teachings by having vegetables, the thing that they most despise, talking to them about the Lord. What the? Well, that's the dumbest idea, dude. I don't know what it is about religious people, but they're fucking horrible at marketing their goddamn ideas. Anyways, <laughs> enough negativity. Let me, I'm going to end it on a positive note. Let me look for the inspirational quote. Of the week.
But anyways, I have a segment on this podcast where I say an inspirational quote. I love inspirational quotes. They really help me get through my week. And the inspirational quote of the week is, be honest with yourself. The world is not honest with you. The world loves hypocrisy. When you are honest with yourself, you find a road to inner peace. This is a very honestly beautiful, just a gorgeous quote. The only problem with this quote is that I'm reading it off the transcript of a commercial of a divorce lawyer. Anyways, that's the podcast. I hope you motherfuckers enjoyed it. If you're not following the podcast on social media, please Follow the podcast on Facebook and Instagram. All that information is on the episode notes. And I know this episode's a little late. I just, dude, my life's been hectic. It's been busy. I, and I want to do a good episode, not a rushed episode. So, but hey, it's here. It's out. Shut the fuck up. And, <laughs> and hey, I have a soundboard now. So if you have any suggestions for any like sound bites that you want to listen to, hey, DM me and we'll get that done. But anyways, I'll keep you motherfuckers posted. Peace the fuck out.